Welcome to the Genius Design Transcends Time podcast. This is your host, Andrea Alexa Smith. Thank you for joining us today. For the first episode of our second season, we introduce U.S. James Dyson Award winner, Thapak Poom Shalsapant, and his invention, Aerolize, the world's first breath glucometer for people with prediabetes. In today's episode, we talk about the thought process for designing Aerolize. We'll be talking about the emphasis on user experience and the power of the breath as a simple and profound gift we all share. We discuss creating achievable habits of self-care, adaptability and technology with the use of AI, making Aerolize a sustainable product. We talk about creating sustainable lifestyle habits and the significant reduced waste and costs associated with diabetes products, such as shoes, wipes, test strips, and of course, the compound future costs of related disease such as heart, stroke, and glaucoma. Poom is someone I respect for his absolute genius, hands-on approach to creating and looking to solutions for a problem that affects millions of Americans, as well as his own family, and that would be type 2 diabetes. Poom's democratization of design and vision, creating an affordable and accessible product for the people who need it most, including athletes and minority populations, is something we share a deep appreciation for. Poom is an award-winning industrial designer and student at the University of Washington. Poom has designed a variety of lifestyle products, including tennis sneakers, lampshades, VR sets, and time management tools. We laud the James Dyson Foundation, the James Dyson Award, Dyson, and Sir James Dyson for the incredible due diligence in selecting and recognizing the potential of these young engineers' groundbreaking inventions like Poom's Aerolize. The James Dyson Foundation is the nonprofit arm of Dyson, whose engineers are encouraging and supporting these young and bright design engineers who offer solutions to the problems of tomorrow to gain the confidence and resources to bring their products to life. Once again, this is the Genius Design Transcends Time podcast. This is your host, Andrea Alexa Smith. Thank you for joining us. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to the Genius Design Transcends Time podcast. I'm Andrea Alexa Smith. Today, I'm pleased to have as my guest, the winner of the U.S. National James Dyson Award, Thapak Poom Shasapant. Thank you for having us this morning. It's really great to meet you, Andre. Poom is the inventor of Aerolize, the world's first breath glucometer designed for people living with prediabetes, a condition that affects one out of three Americans, the majority of whom don't know they have it. Also joining us is James Dyson Foundation U.S. Associate Manager, Sammy Kuderna. Welcome to you both. Happy to be here and share more about the award and, of course, highlight Poom and all the great work he's done. Yes, we're honored to have you here. First, what is the James Dyson Award and why is winning it so valuable to young design engineers? Yeah, definitely. So first, I'll start by sharing a little just about the James Dyson Foundation, which our mission is to inspire young people about engineering from grade school level all the way up to university students and recent graduates. So at the K-12 through level, the James Dyson Foundation supports STEM education through free resources and our local workshops for schools and then youth centers. Then at the university level, We have the James Dyson Award, which is an international annual design competition that's ran by the foundation. And it celebrates and recognizes young designers and engineers for their problem-solving inventions. A little background for our listeners. Sir James Dyson is the world-famous British inventor and industrial designer. He's best known for his dual cyclone bagless vacuum cleaner. What people may not know is that he's also the largest UK investor in robotics and artificial intelligence. Tell us how this James Dyson Award came about. Sure. So James Dyson, he believes that inventors have the power to solve problems that 
others ignore. And really, this mantra is the heart of everything we do at Dyson. And then the programs that the James Dyson Foundation supports, which includes the James Dyson Awards. So we launched the award globally in 2005. And we set out a simple challenge for students. And it was to design something that solves a problem. Throughout the 15 years of the award, entrants have really risen to that challenge year over year, showing innovative design solutions to a wide variety of global problems. So really, it seems that no matter the problem, innovation and good design is really an international theme. And there's young engineering talent around the world that are looking for opportunities to progress their inventions and their careers. Yes, this is a record-breaking year for the JDA competition. What does winning this award mean for the careers of these young design engineers? So it's a chance for budding inventors to really make a name for themselves. So as well as winning a significant cash prize, they could generate media exposure that really does kickstart their career, earn credibility from those in their field, and perhaps gain the confidence to launch their invention into that next phase, whatever that means to that student. So what's actually too unique about our award compared to other programs is that participants are given full autonomy over their intellectual property. The James Dyson Award Brief is designed something to solve a bigger problem. What does the foundation mean by that? Is this an example of what we mean by achieving sustainability? So those that do well in the competition, like Poom here, are designers or engineers who think differently to create products that work better. And engineers who follow an interactive design process. So the judges and James Dyson himself especially are drawn to designs that are clever yet have simple engineering principles. And if it's a sustainable design, that's wonderful and will most likely be evaluated for our Global Sustainability Award, which actually is a new prize for the competition this year. And it's the entry that best addresses a sustainability issue or has incorporated some sort of sustainability into their design process, materials, or manufacturing. Poom, you're this year's National James Dyson Award winner. You won out over 150 entrants in the United States competition. Aerolyze is the world's first breath glucometer designed for people living with prediabetes. 88 million Americans, more than one in three, have prediabetes, and most don't know it. Tell us how your invention, Aerolyze, can benefit people who have this condition. And how is it an improvement over the traditional monitoring devices? So before I go about explaining about Aerolyze, I want to tell you a little bit about diabetes. So with diabetes, it's a disease where you're blood glucose regulation is abnormal. And so people with diabetes often needs a tool for them to investigate their blood glucose level. And so from there, traditionally, we would use the finger prick method so that you can see your blood glucose level. But with that, it's something so unnatural. So with Aerolyze, it's entirely different because we're asking you to do something natural or something you're gifted since the day you're born, which is breathing. So Aerolyze works by breathing into, works by looking for specific chemicals in your breath. And it is way more convenient. So you don't have to carry equipments around as well as there's a potential to use artificial intelligence in the, in the future so that it can predict and estimate your glucose level. And last but not least, it is really, really important that we focus on the lifestyle aspect for people with pre-diabetics because they have a lower barrier for pain. And so 
if you have pre-diabetes, you wouldn't necessarily want to prick your finger, put a needle through your finger so that you can see your glucose level. But instead, you want to enjoy your life and also maintain your glucose level in the long run. What, wonderful, wonderful. So you're, you're creating a, also a lifestyle product that's got achievable habits. Yes. What got you interested in this disease and how did this lead to your invention? So it came about when, as a designer myself, I feel frustrated at doing nothing and contemplating the problems. And so I always wanted to solve problems. And one of them is diabetes. My dad has diabetes and it's not him who's committing to living healthier, but it's us family as a whole to live healthier. My dad is a marathon runner. And so he... He wants to run. When me and my sister were out on a run together, we have to watch out for his, like, you know, him fainting. And if you realize that he is already lightheaded, it's already too late. And so he needs a tool that will enable him to go on, on a run freely. And like, of course, there is solutions out there currently with like, you know, continuous monitoring methods. But in the end, I want a tool that's affordable and accessible to people. So Poom, this is sustainable as a prevention model, it's sustainable in lifestyle, and it's sustainable in adaptivity. I definitely agree with the sustainability of this device, not in terms just like in the environment, but also the lifestyle, like, you know, if the user can carry out monitoring their blood glucose level as well as you know, as well as being sustainable in terms of like affordability to those groups of people who really need access to it. And so that means that people in the minorities can afford this device because in the long run, they don't have to pay the manufacturers for the test strips. And so sustainability, whether it be in the environment or in terms of like social issues, it goes in hand in hand together. Our podcast, Genius Design Transcends Time, celebrates products and innovations that promote health while also advancing sustainability. A device that helps patients monitor pre-diabetes early on can help ward off future complications. Complications such as kidney disease and dialysis treatments, as well as certain types of cancers that would require long and expensive treatment regimens and a significant amount of medical waste. I'm just curious, did this go into your thinking, Poom, when you designed Aerolize? What would you say was your inspiration for this product? When I started out doing this design, it's, I also witnessed my dad's medical expenses and all the ways whether it be just like something so small that is not related medically, like, you know, he has to buy a new shoe that, that works for people with diabetes. And so there's an incredible amount of resources that goes into helping people to maintain a healthy glucose levels or living a healthier lifestyle. And I think that it is important that we reduce as much as possible because Everyone on this earth can't afford to pay out of their pockets or insurance for those medical expenses. And like for those ways, their environment can't do it. On the other hand, smaller ways from like traditional glucometers, test strips, needles, and or even hand sanitizer or wipes, those are the ways 
that I was targeting mainly. And then like, you know, there's about 8 million tons of landfill from test strips alone. And that is just ridiculous amount of waste. And why wouldn't manufacturers or like the companies like prevent this from happening? Because in the end, it's the earth that we live together here. And so the reason why is basically test strips are the money printing machines for them. Their business runs on those test strips. And so they have no incentive to get rid of test strips so that consumers can use a better technology and live healthier. And so I think that pretty much explains why the glucometer has been outdated or in need of improvement for a long time. I have to agree with you. 8 million tons of landfill each year and the compounded waste associated with it. I love that you're addressing not only individual health, but collective health to help our planet. Environmental health, occupational health, economic health. We commend you for that, Boom, and for wanting to make all of this accessible. Thank you, Andrea. How does Aerolize work? And what obstacles did you have to overcome? So Aerolize is the result of an observation around people with diabetes. I remember faintly that when my dad has diabetes, that he has kind of like a fruity nail polish-like smell to his breath. And that is the byproduct of the byproduct of the fat combustion that people with diabetes has. And so I started with those observations and then found the idea of using breathalyzers to predict or measure the blood glucose level. And so from there, for the process of eliminating the design, I started off with like four initial technologies and then I narrowed down to breathalyzers. And even though like breathalyzers seems to me at first that it doesn't make sense because like, you know, it's the least accurate. It's not the least accurate, but like, you know, you're compromising the accuracy, but then you're also almost reinventing the wheel compared to, you know, what the industry is doing, you know, pricking fingers or just like, you know, having a needle through your body. And so. Those were the kind of things that the industry was was doing. And so I felt like, yeah, am I reinventing the wheel here? But then I thought about my dad, about how he is still devastated, despite the fact he owns this like very accurate technology in his hand, in his pockets, and he used them every day. But still, he's, you know, he's devastated from all these complications. And so I decided to take that leap into like, you know, doing things differently. So I asked myself, what if it's the glucometer is accurate enough so that the user can do something about it, but then also the device is still usable or easy to use compared to traditional glucometers? You know, how can I balance that out? And so the tough part was actually like taking that leap, leap in believing and taking the risk of like, hey, this idea might actually work. You know, you're you're enabling the user to create good and consistent habits. Yes. And achievable results. And that is what makes this very viable. I, I do believe that you are reinventing the wheel. Boom. Thank you. Just to remind everyone, the James Dyson Award places a premium on original thinking and visionary ideas. Poom, give us a feel for your creative process. How did you arrive at your goal? 
So interestingly, before I entered the competition, I've read a book by Sir James Dyson, and it was called Against the Odd. And interestingly, like in that book, the key takeaways for me is that he believed in his invention, even though people were going against him and like he were believing it fiercely against the odd of people, like against the odd of it happening. And so that very thought and like how he approached it has inspired me like unconsciously in this project, how I was like, you know, I decided to tackle the problems from entirely different perspective and like go from the opposite end of like, what if I could create a good human experience in a medical device? And so, you know, like, what if we can sacrifice a little bit of accuracy for the impact that you might potentially have on the user? And so that is like what people need. And so, and in the end, like, if this technology works to some point, the accuracy could potentially be improved either through like sensor development or just like use AI to predict the glucose level. Whom your renderings of Aralize are beautiful, clean, and simple, and show a lot of versatility for lifestyle. I'll share a link to these photos that I have for our listeners. You're showing it with the Apple Watch, the iPhone, and even a picture of a girl wearing Aralize as a necklace. What's your favorite way to carry or pair Aralize? I'm actually a runner myself as well. So I would go out on a run. And so one way I would do is strap to my hand. So that when I run, it wouldn't be dangling everywhere. So it's pretty much very versatile that like, you know, you can hang it on your neck, but then, you know, you wouldn't necessarily want to hang it while you're running. And so, which is why I want to strap it to my hand. I, I, I think that like aerolized form is pretty much like a, almost like a fashion statement where it blurs the line between medical device and a lifestyle device. Sir James Dyson's innovative vacuum cleaner eliminated the need for replacement bags. So this in turn led to more cost-effective waste disposal. In other words, a single design innovation addressing a specific problem had a global environmental impact. We think Aralize can have a similar impact. By addressing a specific health need, you are also contributing to global sustainability. This is one of the themes of our Genius Design Transcends Time podcasts. Innovative design leads to lower costs and reduced waste. What plans do you have for the future of your product, Boom? And what commercial applications do you see? I see that Aerolize has the potential down the road for medical grade glucometers so that people like my dad with like type 2 diabetes or even type 1 diabetes can use it to improve their lifestyle instead of having to carry around a bag full of equipment. And so, but then the stumbling block here is the FDA regulation that is really tight. And so this device is almost blurring the line. And so, which is why first I really approached this to like target this towards pre-diabetes. Like you said earlier, one in three Americans has like pre-diabetes and some of them don't even know it. With that in mind, I could potentially help people who has pre-diabetes and help them prevent them from having diabetes type 2 later in their life. And so, yes, I'm targeting this device towards pre-diabetes first and then later on 
for people who need a very accurate glucometer. And to make it also accurate, it's also about research and testing in scenarios. When you're working out, you, when you go out on a run or in a less ideal condition, like, you know, rainy days, how do you make this device work or usable in such scenarios? Because people with diabetes are people. They, they could be athletes. They could be whatever they want. And so, you know, I want to enable athletes like my dad, who's a runner, to be able to, you know, just go out on a run without like fear to death that like, you know, you'll faint and then what comes after it. And so that is really important for me. And so on top of that is also important that Aerolyze can be used by people who really need them the most, like minorities, because the device is incredibly affordable compared to the traditional glucometer, as well as, you know, you can help people who is fear of needles to be able to use, like, you know, to maintain their glucose level. And so, yes, that is Aerolyze. Wonderful, Plume. So, you know, you're using an adaptive technology. It's user-friendly. It's affordable. You're making it fun and engaging. It's an ideal lifestyle product. Genius Design transcends time, explores innovative thinking and innovative thinkers. Inventions like Plume's Aerolyze represent what we value in the next generation of design engineers. This has been so much fun. I want to thank Plume and Sammy for talking with us today on the Genius Design Transcends Time podcast. Thank you. And we wish you so much success. And I want to thank you for joining me for another edition of our podcast. I'm Andrea Alexis Smith. Once again, thank you for joining us today on the Genius Design Transcends Time podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Alexa Smith. Have a great day. For more information on Dyson, the James Dyson Foundation, the James Dyson Award, and Plume's Aerolyze, please click on the links below. For links to the Aerolyze drawings mentioned in our podcast, please follow the links below. This episode comes in time for National Diabetes Month. The CDC states that more than 88 million Americans, more than one in three, have prediabetes, and those with it, 90% of them don't know they have it. Prediabetes puts a person at increased risk of developing type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and stroke, which is an even larger risk group. Prediabetes has a higher risk in some populations, such as those who have had a sister, brother, or parent with type 2 diabetes. For more information, please visit cdc.gov or click the links below.